Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us from preschool to teen. This is the show where we help you feel better about the mom you are and share our own parenting tips and personal stories. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 81 of the Mom Hour. I'm Megan Francis, here as always with Sarah Powers, and today Sarah and I are kicking off a two-part series about family photos, uh, getting them taken, having them taken, taking them yourself, storing them once they're taken. I don't know. What else are we going to cover, yeah. Sarah? All yeah, of it? All, all of it. Okay. The pressure to take perfect pictures all the time. Should we talk about that? Oh, Cause yeah. Because that, that I don't exists. do that. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is going to be really fun today. We're going to focus on, yeah, the pictures we take or have taken of our kids and our families, um, and how that works for you and me, um, and maybe some tips along the way. And then next week, um, yeah, we'll get into what we do with those pictures once they exist on a screen and Besides how stuffing uh, them in a box and leaving them there for 20 years or the digital <laughs> equivalent, which is just having <laughs> 4,200 photos on your iPhone and never doing anything with or them. that. Or that. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready-to-eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. <laughs> and I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. 
That's code MOMHOUR550 at factormeals.com slash MOMHOUR50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the Forever Chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. Let's kick it off. All right. So are you looking at a bunch of holiday cards that have come to your house this year and looking at everybody's family photos? Fewer than usual, I would say. Um, Maybe everyone's just fatigued. Maybe everyone has photo fatigue. I have yours. And I have okay. a couple others, um, but for the most yeah. part, no, I feel like I've gotten more in years past for some reason. Yeah, I have a lot sitting on my windowsill. I just lined them up this year. Um, and Maybe yeah. everyone got tired of sending me cards and then me never sending them <laughs> cards. <laughs> or maybe your friends, kids are getting older and it doesn't, you know, you don't have to do a photo card every year or That's even true. a card every year. Um, but it is kind of this time of year it does let you kind of take a peek into other people's family photos and it's fun to see everybody's little ones. So maybe let's start with this big idea of having family photos taken, which can be a very expensive and overwhelming task. Um, but I think is nice to do every once in a while. Um, do you have any thoughts on that or how has that worked? You have five kids. I know. <laughs> getting everybody I, in the frame. I think the last time we had professional photo- uh, photos taken, it was in 2010. Claire was a baby. I know okay. that much. Um, since then, we've, we've had family photos taken, but it's usually we all happen to be in one place. And it's like, oh, my goodness, someone grab a camera. I can't believe yeah. this. We're all in one place. It gets harder as the kids get older. It gets hard to get hard to get everyone in one place at one time. Um, and I just, it kind of fell off my radar. And I will say when the kids were, when my oldest were little, especially, you know, we had, and I didn't really have a ton of money for it, but I felt like it was really important to have something, whether it was, you know, Sears yeah. or the, <laughs> the photo right. um, studio in town or whatever. I had something taken pretty frequently with the first two. And then I remember the time that I went, I think it would kind of killed it for me. Was I took the three boys when, so William was a baby and Jacob and Isaac were, you know, like four and six. And I took the three of them by myself. I don't know what I was thinking (laughs) to get their pictures done. And the pictures are cute. They're so goofy. Um, I didn't even like, I was so frazzled about everything else going on that like Jacob's hair is standing straight up in half the pictures. 
the two older boys were totally riling each other up and I was so focused on trying to get the baby to smile. I mean, it was super, super stressful and I didn't think yeah. we, we didn't do that again for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, we got better photography skills after that and better cameras. And so it started to be a little bit less necessary. Yes. And that's definitely something we're going to talk about is if you choose never to do family photos, I think we have access to so many different ways to get good pictures of our families. Um, on the holiday card front, I have taken our, for the last three years, we have not done any um, professional. The last time I had professional family photos done um, was actually rolled into some headshots I was doing for myself. And then I brought the family and made them wear nice clothes. And we got a couple of family shots. And that was in two that Violet was just one. So similar to you, the last time was when Violet was a baby. Um, so almost four years ago. But um, for holiday cards in the interim, I have made a habit of taking my own of just of my kids. So it means that Brian and I are not in the picture. Um, but I do kind of a halfway. So I do make, I do choose their outfits. I do kind of like, you know, choose some clothes that look nice together. So I style it that way, the way you might, if you were going to have family photos taken, but then I take them down to the park at a good time of day for light, which is like late afternoon. Um, I don't really tell them, I don't make a big deal. Like we're going to have family photos taken. Cause for my kids, they'd be like running for the hills yes. and immediately start whining and throwing tantrums and like drawing on their faces or something. So, um, I don't make a big deal of it. Um, I, I'm not above bribing. I find that bribes for photos, the ones that work best are like little candies or treats that don't make a huge mess. So like gummy bears work really well because it's yeah. not chocolate all over or something that's going to spill. Um, and I have gotten really cute pictures the last couple of years. Um, Brian, we, we, we all go down there and we kind of treat it like we're going to the park, we're going to play. And yes, I'm going to ask you to sit still a couple of times and our neighborhood park is actually really pretty. There's a lot of green area and a lot of, um, it's more than just sort of like playground in the sand. Um, and I just start taking pictures while they're playing. Um, and then I'll pull them aside for a few minutes and make them sit still for a minute and then we'll go play some more. And Brian will, he's really good at running around and playing tag. And so they've kind of don't even realize they're doing family photos and it's worked out great. Three years ago, we did the same thing only we did it with another family and we trade it. So we actually could get ourselves in the picture, um, Brian and I, because we took turns, um, my friend Stacy and I taking pictures of each other's kids and families, but we did the same thing. We made it really fun. We brought like a ball to kick around. We just, the, we tried to make the kids not feel like they were having to sit still for pictures. So right. that if you're kind of looking for an in-between, like you like the look of kind of a styled holiday card where everyone's in there, whatever, matching or not matching. But, um, cause I do like that. It's fun for me. The photography is a fun, creative outlet for me, but I haven't wanted to spring for the cost of real professional family photos. The last few years, it's, it can be very expensive and my kids do not all smile at the same time. There's no. three of them and they're little. So I just kind of kills me to think of putting that pressure on all of us to get, get our money's worth. Yes. Um, and it's not that I won't do it again. And I have the utmost respect for professionals. So I'm not saying that I'm can do as good a job, but this has been a great halfway for us. So, um, yeah, in the show notes for this episode, I'll share a couple of the pictures that made it onto our card this year, but you saw them, Megan, they looked yeah, cute. They're very yeah. cute. Um, and I would never have known they weren't, you know, legit professional yeah, photos, legit. I guess, <laughs> but you know, that's a, you make a really good point. You know, when, when you have portrait studio pictures done, and I think some, Many photographers are really good at working with kids to get good photos. Yeah. But it is kind of a risk because, it's, you know, sometimes it's just you've got little kids and they 
you know, they don't, they won't smile all at the same time. And sometimes you'll have a spoiler. I don't know if you have a spoiler in your family, yes. but I have at least one <laughs> at any given time who just won't. It, they're old. It's like embarrassing. They're yeah. they're too old for that. But it's like I'm not your monkey. You know that yeah. that's kind of the feeling you're getting from that yeah. kid. And they just like whatever. It doesn't matter what happens. They always look goofy or angry, or they're trying to look cool. Yeah, and it doesn't play thing, off. The other thing about scheduled portraits is it's it's scheduled. You have to book out far, yeah. and then inevitably my kids would have runny noses, mm-hmm. or like someone would have like scratched their face or drawn yeah. on their face with marker. You know, it's like then there's so much pressure to have that day be the day that like no one has a black eye, which right. should be not that hard. But you know, like someone always has a busted lip or a. So the other thing about doing it ourselves is that we've been able to be flexible about when we do it. Um, so let me so on, on that note. Let me ask you yeah. that. Like when you are planning, because one of the the reasons, like the Christmas card, <clears throat> the you know the the photo Christmas card always gets away from me, is because I feel like I just don't get all the pieces pulled together in time. I've sent lots of cards where I write out a handwritten card and then enclose pictures in it. I feel oh, like yeah. that's always been a little more manageable for me, just because I don't have the additional step of designing the card. Yeah. Um. But and then having to make sure it gets shipped in time and all that. And I always like to write and as uh-huh. if possible a message anyway. But I'm wondering, like, for you, if you're doing a photo card, how far in advance are you planning this out? Um, I, the last few years, we've always done the pictures like the weekend before Thanksgiving. So like by mid November, I'm starting to think ahead to the holidays and then I'll, but again, there's no wait time since I'm doing it myself. So there's, there's no turnaround time. I just put the pictures on my computer and I've done either Costco has really affordable holiday cards and they have, they partner with tiny prints a lot of the times or other, um, so they can get cute designs, Costco or Shutterfly. Um, I know Walgreens. I mean, th- yeah, I really I've had think... some made at Walgreens before that works. Yeah, and well. I think there's um, Minted has beautiful stuff, but tends to be a little more expensive. So depending on your style and how much you want to spend, but I w- I've usually done the pictures in mid-November, and then that's something fun for me over like the Thanksgiving break is I might have the pictures and then design the card and order it. And um, in terms of sending the cards, which is not really what we're talking about this episode, but I went from doing everything electronically, which is more my style, like printing out labels to hand addressing the last couple of years. And I find it actually didn't take much longer because of, you know, I was doing like exporting my contacts and doing mm. a mail merge. And I, I knew how to do all of that from my work days. So it just felt like, well, I don't have to write addresses, but now I actually kind of like writing. You got to peel and stick yeah. the labels. You got to make sure you have the yeah. right size labels, yeah, all that I got stuff. My printer You're like, are these Avery A4s yeah. or like, which, <laughs> exactly. yeah, I feel like exactly. that's always the, what the biggest thing in the way for me. It's like the obstacle is which label is this? And yeah. Yeah. How do I like print on it correctly? It's not going to die at the last minute. Yeah, exactly. um, Yeah. So addressing them myself has been actually kind of nice. And then I just do a few at a time, like 10 at a time. So, um, that's worked well. Um, I was going to mention a few tips for if you do do, um, family portraits and hire a photographer, um, just some learned through the school of hard knocks. Um, just set yourself up for success, especially with little kids. I mean, think of it like, Well, think of it like any other kind of stressful outing you would do with little kids. You want kids well-rested. You don't want to do it at nap time if you can avoid it. You probably don't want to be coming from somewhere else or going somewhere else right after. It just can be like you described, Megan. It just can be kind of stressful. Um, And then most photographers, like you said, are so good at working with kids, but it doesn't hurt to have a few bribes and I'm not a bribing mom normally, but I fully, that's why they're more impactful. That's why they're more impactful when you need them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Long flights and family photos and 
potty training, a few other times where I readily use bribes. So it doesn't hurt to kind of have that stuff yourself. And your photographer may, you know, have great tricks for getting kids to sit still and smile. And also just, just kind of trusting that photographer, I think, um, to do what they do best, because sometimes the pictures that you like the best aren't necessarily the ones where everybody's smiling at right. the camera at the That's time, true. you know, and photographers, good ones know that too. So you can kind of be as prepared as possible and have the kids, you know, as rested and not sugared up as possible, but then, then just kind of relax and let the photographer do it. And it's, you know, you'll get what you'll get, what you get, but it can be a little stressful. I think, I think another thing to keep in mind, and this would be whether you're trying to get it done professionally or just in a place where you want someone to take your kids' pictures or yours or you want to take your kids' pictures is to kind of like know what it is – like what is it you're trying to get out of it? Um, we have a huge family. We have so many kids in our family. And many, many times we have been at family events and then there's always that moment where like somebody, usually someone's grandmother or aunt yes. or somebody, is like, we've got to get a picture with everybody. And then there's all this stress because now everyone's freaking out because the kids are all a mess and no one is sit- you know, no one's sitting in the right place and someone's obs- you know, obscured by someone else. And in those cases, I just have to take a big breath and be like, what is the, the point of this picture? This particular picture is to show that all of us were in one place at one time. Yep. There will be other pictures in which my kids look respectable, yep. human, <laughs> happy, but maybe this isn't going to be that picture, you know? And, and just like when you're trying to get pictures of like a family party in progress, you know, it's so funny how we've really progressed from the idea that pictures should be everyone smiling at a camera to people just candidly living their lives and we and we capture right. that. But I think sometimes that that doesn't always translate. It's like you you want to get you're trying to get it candid, but you, you kind of want a little fake candid, like yeah. a little staged candid. Everyone, and, I think- and every everyone in it wants to like <laughs> vet there. How do I look? How do I look? Right, right, right. I just feel like you have to, you got to know what, what it is you're trying to accomplish with that particular picture or session or whatever, because you can't, you're not going to get all of it. You're not going to get 50 people in a frame and have everyone smiling and all the kids' hairs looks good. That's just not going to happen. Don't you think, I mean, you and I love, both love like, um, vintage home life and looking back at old pictures. But when you look back at old family pictures, your own families are just don't you kind of, I mean, nobody, they didn't, it was film. So nobody could see how they look right. until forever later and things are blurry and people look weird. And I, I love like what's in the background of those pictures, like yeah, looking at the couches and the kitchens and the outfits. And if we're really taking the long view here, um, there's so much to capture that doesn't have to be styled and perfect. Absolutely. And sometimes I even think, all of these like perfectly styled photos, whether it's something for Instagram or Pinterest, um, if anything, that's the stuff that's going to look the most dated. Yeah, I think you're right. It's so trend. It's so trend specific. So yeah. now and I, it's a little, I, and it can I be a little boring too. too. I mean, yeah, everyone has that picture of their family where one of the kids has a totally goofy look on their face or something. And those are the fun. Those are the ones you remember. Yeah. And share on Facebook 30 years later. Absolutely. Actually, I was going to kind of mention the same thing you just did, which is because um, I think we'll move into just when we take everyday pictures of our kids throughout the year. Um, but but asking yourself, like, what what types of pictures do you hope to have 5, 10, 20 years down the road of your family? And um, just like you said, I think having for me, like for me, the answer to that would be a variety. Like, I don't want, I don't want every picture to be a close crop of my kids, cute little faces. I want some pictures that show my house and my, you know, 
my kids playing and my, you know, the things that will kind of cue those memories. I, I have a very like hit and miss memory. I have a really good memory for some things and then I have a terrible memory sometimes. So I love pictures that, um, remind me what my kitchen looked like at a period in time or what my front porch looked like. Um, so for me, variety, um, and just, just having everybody kind of well represented, I guess it's really easy to take pictures of like the youngest to me. I, especially since I've had smartphone cameras, Yeah, like there's always a baby that I can take a thousand pictures of. And then I'll look back and be like, Oh, that middle child has really been <laughs> kind of got a little picture. left out. Yeah. yeah. So kind of backing yeah. up and think what kind of what, what does my imaginary album and next week we'll talk more about like what that looks like if there is an actual album, but just the hypothetical, what kind of pictures do I want to have? And maybe that'll help even take some of the pressure off about, you know, taking great pictures all the time and instead yeah. just, just having pictures of real life. Yeah. I want and, and that reminds me of like how funny and different things are now. Um, and how like, my youngest two kids have so many more photos of them than my oldest three. I mean, anytime I feel bad about the pictures of my young, of my younger two, I just think back to when I had to have film for yeah. Jacob and Isaac. And we didn't even have a digital camera. Um, even that was more difficult because, you you know, even with a digital camera, you still had yeah. to get the pictures off somehow. Yeah. And that was yeah. like a one more step that didn't always happen. Yeah. Um, but like Jacob and Isaac – I think I may still have undeveloped film rolling around someplace from when they were babies that just like fell through the cracks and it got put in a box and we moved and one day I'll uncover it and maybe I'll go to have it, you know, go to have it um, developed and maybe it'll still be good and I'll get pictures out of it. Who knows? Yeah. It's all a mystery. Um, but with them, it was such a different thing. It was like you took pictures the best you could and most of us didn't really have many skills and you were just using yeah. like a little 35 millimeter of some sort or you had a, or you had that relative who took good pictures, you know, that one yeah. Yeah. Um, who kind of knew what they were doing and then you try to get some pictures then and then you'd get them developed and then you would kind of like scrapbook them or put them in an, a, an album and then that was it. And it was a big process. And yeah. William, it's so funny, he was right in between like he was – Post digital camera, but pre smartphone, and I feel like yeah. he is the one who got <laughs> screwed the most out of pictures because a bunch of the pictures I took of him as a baby just are lost. I don't know where they yeah. went because there wasn't a phone, and we weren't like automatically uploading stuff to Google Photos yeah. or whatever yet. There's no cloud, right. and the camera that you used, you know, whatever apparatus it was that you got the pictures off, sometimes yeah. was different from yep. camera to camera, yeah, and so. I was just getting used to digital photography with him. I took a bunch of pictures, then had a bunch of really crappy early smartphones mm -hmm. that I tried taking pictures on, and they were terrible. The pictures were awful. Yeah. So, you know, it's William now gets tons of pictures taken of him, but he sometimes will comment, like, how come everyone else has all these pictures? You've got <laughs> Jacob and I, Jake and Isaac have all these pictures in an album, and the little ones have all these pictures on your Computer. phone. But yeah. where, where am I? <laughs> and I'm like, um, well, you're out there somewhere, honey. And you're. you're <laughs> You do exist, but he's still more photographed than I ever was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So no. it's also relative, really. It's so true. It's so true. Um, what about making sure that we're in the picture? I think that's something that um, is important to say, especially to our new mom listeners. Um, you and I have heard this message, and I think we can we have a little more context for it. But make sure that you are in some pictures, even if you feel like you look terrible and have circles under your eyes and don't have any makeup on. Um, yeah. our friend Allison Slater Tate wrote an essay several years ago called the mom stays in the picture, which went completely viral. And, um, 
I'll link to that in our show notes. But um, if you're kind of in the weeds with little, little kids, you might find that you're not in the pictures very often. And I don't think you need to take selfies like every day with your kids if you don't want to. And if that's not your style and you don't even have to share the pictures, you don't even have to look at them because I know what it looks like to look at myself in a picture when I haven't slept in two months and be like, oh, I want to delete that. But don't, don't delete it because there, you can't go back and get that. So I right, just would really can't. encourage people to be in some of the pictures, not, you know. And encourage be- other people to get pictures of you and your kids playing or like engaging and stuff. If you, you know, if you know someone who takes good pictures, I've been, I've said to friends before, like I, I don't think I take good pictures. I hate looking at the camera and having a picture taken of me, but I often will really love a candid. So yeah. if I know, I'll be like, could you think you could get a picture of me with the kids? Like at some point yeah. when I'm not looking at you. Yeah. And like, I have friends who will do that. Can I also share like an evil little secret of mine? Yeah. Yeah. I will unabashedly save the picture that I look the best in, even <laughs> if my kids look the worst, because I, I take so many cute pictures of them. They're well represented, documented yeah. as cute children, but I don't have nearly as many good pictures of myself now. So yeah. I feel like, you know, the greater good is they get a picture with me in it and they can be like, wow, wasn't mommy so pretty back then? Yeah. And why did I look so weird? When- but when you know. they're almost 40, they get to do the same <laughs> exactly. thing. Exactly. <laughs> and I also use filters. I mean, oh, yeah. filters can go a long way and I will I will choose one that makes me look a little less tired or a little less, you know, washed out or whatever because again, the goal is like not that you're perfectly I mean, any photo is a representation. It doesn't have to be yeah. pure reality. It's like you on that day, you know, enjoying this moment with your kids and and oh my goodness, how did your skin look so good? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Magic. Why are you glowing from it. within? I love it. Um, I have a couple. Yeah, I, I wanted to mention a couple more tips on just getting these pictures and making sure we're collecting them. One, like you said, of having other people take them is I am ruthless about taking somebody's phone. If we've all been together at an event or a party or get together, I will say, hey, can I see your phone real quick and just send myself the good pictures? And I do it right then and there. I'll do it. I mean, even with Brian's phone or we sometimes airdrop or do other ways. But um, if it's a friend or a family friend or a family member, I'll just say, can I can I see the pictures you took of Christmas morning? And I'll just go through real quick with their permission and just text or email them to myself um, right away instead of waiting until later to be like, oh, you know what? Yeah. Oh, I think I got great pictures at that party with so-and-so. So um, I just make a habit of sort of like being ruthless about getting copies of the pictures yeah. that, um, that other I do people that same took thing. if I think they're good. Um, and then the other thing is um, with, with birthday parties or a school concert or an event or something where you kind of feel the pressure to take pictures, it's funny. I find that I take fewer pictures at those types of things than I do I take everyday no pictures at those life. Things. But one of the <laughs> strategies that I have you know, started using is I get the camera out once, whether it's my iPhone or Mm. the DSLR or sometimes both. Sometimes I have iPhone in my pocket and the big camera with me. And I, I try to take a whole bunch of pictures in like a five to 10 minute period of time. Like that's what I'm doing right now. I'm going to walk around. I'm going to take pictures of, you know, the kids in their costumes, if it's a play or something. And you know, one wide shot and I'm going to ask for a picture with these two people. And then I kind of put it away. And if I miss some opportunities, those are the ones I might hit up a friend to get later. But I think we can really remove ourselves from the moment and it can feel stressful if we feel like we need to be documenting the entire time. Um, And Brian and I will also tag team. I'll be like, hey, can you get video of this? I'm just going to watch or I'm going to take pictures later. So um, not feeling like you need, you know, it didn't used to be that we needed to have every single 
thing documented, even if it's yeah, a big no, thing, so even true. if it's a piano recital or something you do, you're not, you don't need pictures of every moment of that thing. You're going to want a few. And so I try to take those few all at once and then just put it away. So what I do for those things is I either take the pictures before or after, um, so that I can get a close up on my kid and their costume or what I'm thinking of things like a school play or performance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I have tried a million times to take pictures during those things, and you can never even tell which kid is mine. It doesn't right. even matter if I sit relatively close to the front. I, maybe I just don't have the Zoom that I need right. or whatever. Also, I don't know about your school, your kid's school, but at our school, there's always someone at the front taking, like a professional, taking photos. Oh, that's nice. So that's if nice. I just wait for the yearbook to come out, or sometimes yeah. I can email the teacher and say, can you yep. let me know who that was set up with their tripod right up by the front? Yep. And they're usually happy. Sometimes those pictures don't all make it into the yearbook, but you can right. get your hands on those pictures. Or sometimes they'll end up on the disc um, at the end of the year. Right. Our, a lot of our teachers will give out a, a DVD with pictures on it, oh, or nice. a CD with pictures on it of the classroom. And so... Then, then my hands are free and I can just watch and enjoy it. Because you know that feeling when you're like waiting for your kid's one-line solo? Yes. It's, the, it's the, their only moment and you're, you've got the camera already and then, you know, you have to take the picture so you miss the moment of yep. them actually doing it. I would yep. rather just maybe watch that moment and get a yep. picture of the moment before or after. <laughs> um, I, I agree. Yeah. And, um, uh, by that same token, if you happen to be the one with the camera out um, and you're at the event – Sending another parent picture of their kid with your kid or just that you happen to grab is like that. It makes me so happy when that happens to me. Like somebody was on campus and saw the science projects and texts me a picture of Allegra in her classroom. Like, so if you happen to be the one who gets the picture, um, you know, use whatever technology is available to you to get that to another parent. It just makes, makes everybody's day and not everybody can be at everything. We've talked about that before. So, yeah. Yeah. We are welcoming back Vionic as a sponsor today. And Sarah, I will be honest, I was sorting through my warmer weather wardrobe the other day and it could seriously use a refresh, but you know what's good to go? My shoes. I've got a great selection to choose from thanks to the Vionic Vitals collection. And lately the pair I keep putting on again and again is the Uptown Loafer. I have two pairs, one in sand suede and the other in camel leather, but please don't make me pick a favorite. Oh, I won't. I'll let you keep both. That's so funny, Megan, because I was a little jealous of your Uptown loafers. I was the last one on our team to get a pair, but I just did. I also got mine in the sand suede, and I think I've worn them like four times this week. They really finish off a cute spring outfit. The Vionic Vitals collection has the best essential styles for everyday wear to get you ready for spring. And no matter what shoes you choose, you'll be on the go in comfort because every single pair of Vionic shoes delivers their trademark Viomotion technology for a difference you can feel. Vionic sandals, sneakers, and flats all offer incredible support, stability, and cushioning, and every pair comes with a 30-day risk-free trial, so it's easy to try them out. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at Vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Vionic Shoes. Wearable well-being for your feet. We are welcoming back Ritual as a sponsor today. Megan, we both try to make healthy choices, but you know, sometimes it's tricky to sort through fact and fiction when it comes to supplements and vitamins to figure out just what they're doing for us. That's why I'm glad Ritual keeps studying their products and sharing the results, especially as it relates to women, since women are the focus of all Ritual's products, including the Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. And the results are super reassuring. Just as an example, Ritual conducted a university-led clinical trial for their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin, and it was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. 
Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin is made with high quality and traceable key nutrients in clean bioavailable forms with nine key nutrients in two capsules per day. Plus, they are leading the industry when it comes to sustainability. They use lower carbon packaging and prioritize sustainably sourced ingredients. That kind of thoughtfulness really matters to me. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash the mom hour. Start Ritual or add the Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash the mom hour for 25% off. Um, okay, what about school pictures? Let's talk about um <laughs> Does anybody do these anymore? Um They do, so which is funny that we all still do school pictures. So yeah, let's talk about that. Go ahead. So I my thing on school pictures, I started to get kind of grumpy about school pictures. I'm not going to mention the name of the company, but everyone knows what company it is because it, it, they do almost all the school. They have like the monopoly on school pictures. Um, okay. Everywhere in the whole country? I don't know if everywhere, but I've definitely heard of this. Okay. It's, it's my class. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to smear their good name on the podcast, but I just had like, I feel like the photos that I got of my kids the first four, five, six years I was getting school pictures were so phoned in and they just, it was like if someone had taken, you know, 10 seconds to just like tell my kid to smooth their hair down and smile or something, it would have turned out so much better. So I dutifully purchased packages and also the packages never make any sense. It's always like, you know, an eight by 10 and 16 mini wallets or, you know, there's no, there's no combination anybody would ever want and it's expensive. And then it's like, because then you have to add on to get anything like you know, like the good, the sizes, like the three by fives and the five by sevens that, that your relatives might actually want or yeah. whatever. So, yeah. um, it's, we don't even put, we have so many kids, like how do we have eight by tens all over the house? We don't even yeah. buy eight by tens. So <laughs> <Like a> wall. <laughs> it would be, it'd be like wallpaper. So at some point we just kind of stopped. Then I want to say, I don't know if it's just because this, the company that my, um, <clears throat> kids school uses now, I don't remember if it's because it's a different school than, um, when we were in before. But the company is called Interstate, and they actually are better. The packages okay. are a little better. The photos are better. But I still don't buy them every year. So I will unashamedly look at a picture and be like, not really cute enough. <laughs> and not. And I don't order any packages ahead of time. I wait. They always give you a chance to buy them down the road. So I just wait and see. And sometimes that means one year I have pictures of one kid and not the other. Yeah. And You know, like last year, I was fortunate that Owen and Clara both had adorable school pictures this year, Clara stunk, and we missed um, retake day because we were in Florida. So okay. they'll do another session in the spring. Those usually turn out a little bit better, I think. Yeah. And we'll order them then if we do. If we don't, it's not a big deal. This girl has so many pictures of herself. Right. It, it's so different than it, – it's funny, actually, that it even is still a thriving business, but it does seem to be. Um, I have Probably to say for our- the yearbooks and stuff, don't you think? And yeah. sports photos and stuff. I think they get a lot of business from that kind yep. of thing. Yeah, ours. It's funny that you say there's a big company because I'm pretty sure ours have always been local, um, oh, okay. local businesses. Um, the the guy who does our preschool, so Reed was there for two years and now Violet is at this preschool, um, is the best at taking pictures of kind of like you know when preschoolers and kindergartners do like that cheesy awkward smile, like they know how to smile on command, but it's a terrible unnatural smile. And all my kids have gone through that phase, but this guy makes them laugh and I've actually seen him do it. And he's amazing. So Reed went through a phase where he either did not want his picture taken or just had the most awkward, like painful looking little smile. And so honestly, for two years, the best pictures I had of him were his school pictures. And this guy was amazing. Um, with the packages, 
I try to buy the smallest package and then I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I scan the biggest one into my computer. Um, and then I feel like I have it yeah. digitally. It's not and like you're I- printing out copies and selling them. No, I'm not selling them. No, <laughs> um, I try and get a few wallets for the relatives. Yeah. Um, and, but you know, what is another shady thing that they do or they have done at our public school is with spring pictures. They don't tell you. Oh, they send the whole package home and then the they whole throw it away home and you have to opt out. Yeah. So that is like, very shady. That's very shady. And, um, also Allegra last year was old enough to that. She really liked that. She was like mommy and they do, they pose them in these kind of like awkward like nature scenes it's not like the plain background so she was like standing on a fake bridge with flowers in the background and she loved it she was like I love this picture and I ended up getting a small package but I feel like that's shady I feel like they're tricking it's waste it is tricking and it's wasteful no one wants to throw away or have thrown away pictures of their children it's it's manipulative and the company that we used to use now that I'm thinking about it they definitely switched because this was just pretty recently that I was really disgruntled about that. The spring yeah. picture thing kind of tipped me over the edge. And then I want to say like the very next year, our school had switched photographer um, C- uh, companies. So I wonder if uh-huh. there was like a big backlash or something. Yeah. Because that's just, I mean, that's unnecessary. And often yeah. in the spring, the other thing that I have a problem with in the fall pictures is they all happen like in the first week or two of school. I mean, I am still getting myself together. Yeah, I I don't have I don't have a checkbook lying around. Like I don't even know where a pen is. I've just put all of my energy into getting my kids ready for school. So that tends to slip in the spring. I feel like it's always a time when I guess I just have a little more time in my hands. I'm a little more organized or whatever, and so it's a little easier to pull that together. Um, Yeah, we've had I I'm not I'm not anti spring pictures. Um, One thing that has been a benefit is um, we've been at schools where they have uniforms and the fall pictures, they wear their uniforms and the spring pictures, they can wear whatever, which I think is kind of a fun, um, just so you don't end up with all uniform pictures. I think it's kind of fun to have them wear something else if you're paying for the pictures. Absolutely. Um, So that's been we got a really cute one last spring of Reed not in his uniform. And again, because of his awkward his love for awkward smiles this was like one of the best pictures I have of him hands down in any situation of the last two years so I also do have to say that sometimes it's worth ordering just a really small package of those really terrible pictures because sometimes they're so terrible they're hilarious and they're like yeah. great and mementos going back to like what do we want to look back on 20 yeah. years from now the hilarious is right up there right so Clara's k- kindergarten picture I mean she looks like she's being tortured <laughs> she looks like <laughs> Like she's at an uh, an evil in like an evil school for orphans or something. I mean, her face is so grumpy. Her hair is really bad. Like it's just. I think she was growing her bangs out, and she kind of squished her face down so that her bangs like went right in her eyes, and just looks sad and depressed. And it's it's funny, you know. It's really yeah. funny. Owen yeah. can't take a bad school picture to save his life. They're all adorable. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he's and so cute. He's a, one who at home is a spoiler. Like if I if I get my camera out, he will be the one who will make a funny face or or a frown. Or make an evil face, but then, you know, get him in front of the school photographer and suddenly this like sweet smile comes out and it just kills me. So he's, he's graced our fridge with a school picture a few years in a row, whereas not, not all of my kids have been so, have been so lucky. But we should also include the pictures of Jacob trolling the school. Oh yes. We've talked about that in the episode, but if you haven't listened to everything, um, yeah, why don't you tell that real quick? Megan's oldest wore the same shirt and had the same look on his face right? yeah three he, years in so a row. he wore the same shirt and just made this really goofy face and like parted his hair down the middle kind of and like had a piece stick up like alfalfa kind of <laughs> and then he he kind of added on so like by the this he did this three years in a row 
So there's three awesome. pictures of him wearing this bright orange hoodie with his hair the same, his smile the same. And then in the last one, he's got these goofy glasses on just to up the ante, I guess. Um, and that was actually going to go in his senior yearbook because he insisted he didn't want to have senior pictures taken. But then <laughs> he kind of chickened out the last minute and wanted senior pictures done instead. So which but was, that's such which a great cool. example of something that in 20 years you'll look back and that is Jacob. Like that's that Jacob. is totally his personality. Yep. And, you know, so I think kind of taking the long view of what we want from all of these pictures helps. It's, yeah. It's not always perfect family, perfect kids, perfect hair, perfect clothes because yeah. that's not real not real life. Um, I want to, before we wrap this episode, I want to spend just a couple minutes on, I have a few tips for wanting to, if you want to just learn to take better pictures technically, but you're not going to buy a thousand dollar camera or go to photography school. I feel like I do have a few tips for just kind of, you know, improving your skills a little bit. Um, and the first one that I have to credit the blogger, Rebecca Wolf from girls gone child. I think she wrote a post years ago about, how she uses, and I'm sure maybe this has changed, but um, she uses an iPhone and then she has a small point and shoot digital camera. And she wrote about how she just learned to use the camera she had, really used, learned to use the settings and learned enough about what helps that camera take good pictures, whether it's light or flash or whatever. And I can't emphasize that tip enough. I think there's so, it's so easy to want to go out and buy a new camera, buy a new lens or whatever. And I think, um, technology has gotten so good that I guarantee you, whatever the tools that you have, whether it's your smartphone or a simple digital camera or an old DSLR, that's, you know, eight years old. If you learn to use the machine you have, you will take better pictures, um, without spending any money. And, you know, you could, you know, you can Google, like I Google sometimes my camera's model name and, you know, little articles will come up or, an online class or a video, a YouTube video. So before you go buy something, if you, if you want to take better pictures and that's your goal. Now I don't think that has to be everybody's goal, but if you're interested in that, learn to use what you have before you buy something new. That is Um, a really good point. And I, I will also say that, um, the one, the number one thing, and I'm terrible. Like I don't know the rules I've been, I've, I've learned about ISO and all that stuff and I kind of get it. But the number one thing I do is make sure the light's behind me. It sounds so mm-hmm. stupid and simple, but really, like if there's a huge window with lots of light coming in and I get it to my back, the picture mm-hmm. usually turns out pretty good. Yep. <laughs> and if I don't, then it's not. And it's just like a really simple little thing that has helped me get some good pictures with very little skill. Yeah. Yeah. If you, uh, the, related to that, if you use an iPhone and I don't know how the other smartphones, I know other smartphones, Android phones have great cameras. I just don't know how to use them. But if you're a new iPhone photographer and you don't know, you can tap, like open up your camera and then tap lightly on the screen where you think your focal point's going to be. Oh, yeah. And the light will sometimes change. And sometimes you can even tap not where you're not of the thing you're taking a picture of, but somewhere else that might be lighter or darker in the frame and the light will adjust. So without using a flash or without even doing anything else, if you don't know about just tapping lightly before you take the picture, tapping lightly on your iPhone screen, you'll see it adjust the light automatically. And sometimes I think that helps you, that teaches you what to look for in light because you're seeing what the phone is adjusting for. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's another little tip. Um, Another thing I love to do just because I, I like photography is follow, um, photographers on either Instagram or I'm not a Pinterest person, but that would be another visual place. And just, you know, get in the habit of filling your feed with pretty pictures. If that, um, makes you feel good and it inspires you for me, it does. I like to see what other people are taking pictures of. And I follow a lot of photographers that I will never 
I will never be at that level, but it's a fun way to, I think you really do kind of learn by osmosis just by looking at other people's great. Absolutely. You can, can and if you get curious about how they did one thing or another, then you can look up that specific thing. It's not this big, huge, overwhelming, like you must know everything now kind of situation. Yeah. Um, and then, um, with our sponsor shoot along, I just made a note that there are all kinds of online classes, challenges, like photo of the day. There's so many ways to use social media and the internet to learn photography. I think the shoot along 2017 course sounds amazing and we've got that discount for you. I'll read that off in a second. Um, I also took, um, an online class when I got my DSLR camera that was specific to my camera. So instead of being, um, it was basically like, instead of reading your manual, which no one ever does, and it never makes any sense, no matter how hard you try to read a camera manual, this was uh, like a video series that taught me how to use my specific model of camera, which I, it was so much more helpful to me than a photography class when I I was new to DSLR photography because it showed me what the buttons were and what they did, which was like a number one foundation as opposed to jumping right into shutter speed and aperture and all that. So right, okay. um, that was from Creative Live, which is a website that offers, they have online classes on all different kinds of um, creative hobbies and graphic design. And it's a, it's a very cool. So, um, that was another, that was another way I learned my camera, like I said before, as opposed to trying to learn the whole art of photography in one, you know, in one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I think we can, we can just take the pressure off. Like, like we talked about, think about, think about how fun it is to look at pictures from your mom and your grandma and you're not, you know, you're just not critiquing the quality or you're not, you're not, critiquing the fact that one kid's eyes are closed. It becomes part of the story and the memories. And I think that's what we're trying to create. Absolutely. Well, next time we're talking about now that you've got all these photos, (laughs) what are you going to do with them? (laughs) Yeah. And how do you um, not have them take up all the storage on your phone or your computer? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, once again, shootalong.com slash the mom hour and entering the code the mom hour. Once you're there, we'll get you 25 dollars off of their 2017 course. Um, it just sounds so awesome. And I really hope that our aspiring photographers out there take advantage of it. Um, that coupon code is only good through December 31st. If you happen to, because it is um, a program that starts in the new year, if you happen to catch this way in the future, definitely still check them out. And I might talk to them about extending that a little bit or seeing, um, seeing how it works if you do sign up into January. Cause I know we have people who keep, keep catching up on podcast listening, but yeah, definitely check that out. And we will be back next week with more talk about photos. We will see you then. All right. Thanks everybody. The mom hour is supported by partners like Erica. Erica is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug when they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. Erica was built by a dad of three boys who saw that teens themselves were really becoming self-aware to the risks of social media, and he wanted to help them self-regulate. Erica works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%.
The Mom Hour is brought to you by The Essential Calendar. Sarah, this is our favorite calendar for busy moms because its beautiful and simple design shows around three months at a time. Yeah, and with summer fast approaching, now is a great time to get The Essential Calendar and see what I've been raving about all these years. Get 10% off your order at theessentialcalendar.com slash themomhour. That's 10% off at theessentialcalendar.com slash themomhour.